Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Wyerton Willie, the Nostradamus of the North, has died. Oh. It's heartbreaking. Fourth in line of the weather predicting groundhogs. He's actually been dead for almost a year. What? what? Okay. <laughs> Guys. Oh, holy what? crap. So here we go with what? some truth. We're going to drop some bombs on you. Rumors had been swirling since Groundhog Day earlier this year. So let's go back to February 2nd. Yes. Where it was a pre, again, we were mid-pandemic Lovato. So it was a pre-recorded video featuring Wyerton Willie. <gasps> that prompted some concerns going, well, come on. You could even just do a couple of people. But only two people were around for this video shoot. That's suspicious. Yeah. That's weird. The <laughs> fears proved correct, confirmed by news late yesterday, that Wyatt Willie actually passed away before the most recent Groundhog Day due to a tooth abscess. Aww. Poor, Aww. poor rat. Eight dollars in toothpaste and a toothbrush could have saved his life. <laughs> but no, Wait, no, listen, no. We had to renovate dental- the bathrooms in the hotel there. Okay, fine. <laughs> I was going to say, your dental hygienist warns that gum disease, it can affect other parts of your body. It is a killer. Yep. (laughs) So his big brown understudy is going to be predicting 2022 and early spring or more winter. I I don't know if I can support this sham now that we know it's a complete and utter lie. Well, wait, but if you back it up, now I understand this is definitely scandal at the very tip of it. But maybe the people behind Wyerton Willie and his poor dental hygiene... Maybe they thought that, you know, in, in we were all in lockdown. It was a dark time last February. Maybe they just thought the world can't take one more hit right now. I, I like They're you. trying to protect us, Jeff. Yeah. I like your angle. Just like Tupac. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elvis. Because they've, they've had a bad run of late. I don't know if it's a genetics thing, but so OG Wharton Willie, he passed away at the age of 22. That was back in, in 99. Ain't bad. Then WW2. He had a much shorter tenure. He only lasted seven years, so he croaked in 06. Uh, Wyerton Willie III, he died at the age of 13 in 2017, who was replaced by Wyerton Willie IV. And, uh, well, he gone. Uh, Man, I'm telling you, this is why I try to focus a little bit more on Ballsack Billy every year. (laughs) Goes to uh, Punxsutawney Phil is the OG in North America, for anybody wondering. Yep. Back to the late 1800s, obviously yep. February 2nd, 1800s, and it's grown. It's not a thing in Europe like it is here. He's the star of the classic Bill Murray feature, Groundhog Day. <laughs> sure is. So people are already booking their hotels. They're looking forward to 2022 and the Wyerton Willie celebrations. While it's a day, they've turned it into two, essentially a, a month. It feeds so much for tourism dollars in, in Wyerton and area, so I get it. It makes Will they be sense. having a celebration of life? Is that going to be part of the celebrations this I, year? I would hope so. Not confirmed. But you'd figure they would acknowledge the past before they, they move on. Like, you didn't say the future, just the present. But um, I don't know if it's a climate change thing or, or the firm, a former Willie's personal bias. But what is it out of the one, two, three, four? The last uh, four out of the last five Groundhog Days, we've had a, an early spring. Uh, Why don't we do Wired to Wanda? Why don't we mix it up this year? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Increase the odds. Or really Wired and Wendy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who the CEO of this whole Wired and Welly thing is, but there's um gonna be, we need time to heal. Yeah. And well, then and then we need to 
they they need to regain trust. We could have had a whole year <laughs> to heal. Thank you. Yeah. But, <laughs> that time's left. <laughs> it's like when your parents tell you, uh, uh, you know, when you're older, you're having some cocktails around the holidays when your beloved fish or cat died. Yeah. What really happened? They, they didn't go to the farm. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Tinder. Uh, Got to be honest. I've only had fun by way of friends who are on the dating app and they're like, hey, Look at this. Look at how terrible it is. We can't find anything. And then you swipe through. And friend Nat, sitting around the, the fire in the summer going, man, no wonder you're single still. You're, you're slim pickings. Because it's all based on pictures. You get like shirtless dudes or holding up fish or with Yeah, the, I was going to say the fish pictures. Mm-hmm. I, is there not a place online that can guide you? Or do you not have a, are there a friend in your circle that can assist in that? Because, man, first impressions. Even it, it impacts online. So, Oh, yeah. Tinder, they've added some, a function, I, I, long time coming, but they've added a new plus one option that's supposed to help its users find dates for upcoming weddings. And if you want to skip a whole bunch of steps. I know. I, no pressure. But we're, I would suggest most people in your life, even your little circle, had a wedding or two. I, I went years with nothing. I had two. In fact, even was an MC at one this past, or no, MC at two. You, the three of us shared yep. one for a pal mm-hmm. Jay, yep. and yep. then I had one only about a month afterwards. 20% increase of weddings from 2021 into 2022, so it's only going to be crazier. Laura, you mentioned how many invites do you have now on the table? So two, I think, are just coming down the hatch because I've been randomly asked for my address by a couple people. Oh, yeah. I think I have four. For sure I have two, I'm a, and I'm a bridesmaiding in both of them. Oof. Cha-ching. I love weddings, though. This is the thing. If I were a single lady mm-hmm. and somebody tindered me up and asked if I wanted to go to their wedding, as long as I don't have to provide any sort of gift, I'm in. Free food, a party, you get to dress up a little bit, Boom. Man. I'll do it. You're nice. You're kind. That, that, that's not the case. It averages out between six and ten dates before someone feels comfortable to go to a formal event. So we would obviously put a wedding in that category. Man, six to ten dates, that, that's that's hard to get through. That's at least a month-ish, maybe a month and a half. Six to ten, yeah. Uh, I did not invite <laughs> the beautiful Brazilian cybercop to my friend's wedding. To be fair... I had already RSVP'd around the time that we just had first met, but we were already hanging out for like a good four months, and I went to that wedding solo. Oh, burn. But, like, I can't imagine he was too bent out of shape. Had he even met that couple? Uh, I forget. Maybe once. But either way, I mean, it's not like I hooked up with other people at the wedding. Like, I was still, you know, I just had my own time. I wasn't ready to take that leap. I think that's fair. That's totally fair. But that's what Tinder's all about. I would go. If I was a single person, I would go with some, and I would go with the, like, understanding that I'm here to get cute Instagram pictures, have a nice meal. If we vibe, we vibe, but otherwise, I'm never texting you again. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Of course. Hey, I look at this option while there's some added pressure of going through the normal Tinder steps, swiping, and then getting to know, and then chatting with potential matches, uh, and then meeting up offline to see if you can actually... Can we share conversation for a few hours? Do we make each other laugh? But I don't know. It still beats bringing your cousin to a wedding. Oh, I've seen Look, that. What? They can yeah. get a little political too, right? Like if you're going to, let's say, a wedding of a coworker that you don't know super well or something, sometimes you got to play the field a little bit. So maybe you want that date that's just you two are going to have the most fun at that yep. wedding. 
Yep. And then never see each other again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. This is a follow-up to a story we had on Monday. Surrounding one of my kids decided to go fully digital. And then not just email us a Christmas list. She did a PowerPoint. So, look, we we gave her a B plus because there was a couple little grammar burps. Like peppermint <laughs> definitely has two Ps in it. Well, multiples, in fact, three. There's three but, in total. Um, overall, it was well done. I shared it with you, too. We ended up posting. And mixed reviews online. Some people were totally there for it. Others still like the handwritten notes. That's what my 10-year-old did. But then uh, late last night, I got a text. Hey, Dad, I want to make a change to my Christmas list. And then I responded without even consulting Santa and or my wife went, whoa, 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 whoa. You wouldn't go ask the teacher, hey, can I have that test back? I have to change a few responses. <laughs> or am I off the mark on this? I I personally am not bothered by the idea, but that's also because I don't have any children that I need to help Santa do some Christmas goodie for. But I do remember my parents being like, nope, once that's in, it's in. Well, like... Once you send it off, what are you going to do? Send addendums? P.S.? That's just it. Are you going to mail a second letter to Santa? No. No. This is is a tough one because I've seen with my own children, their interests change from week to week. Where (laughs) one time they really like Paw Patrol. The next week they couldn't care less about Paw Patrol. Then the Paw Patrol movie comes out. All of a sudden they love Paw Patrol. Yeah. (laughs) I I think a couple of the changes were clothing related. And I went, no, you... The amount of options you presented, yeah, yeah, like holy crap! I mean, not like you're going to get everything on the list anyway. I, that's a good point. Yeah, you're likely not getting it anyway. No, why bother? No, <laughs> no. You know, your grandparents can't open a PowerPoint, so they're not getting it for you. <laughs> and we have limits, kids. There's a budget. Santa's got his own budget in the North Pole. They've got their, you know, they've got their whole financial division. They sort that stuff out. But the mom and dad gifts. That's so. I, I, I think I'm, I'm okay with the nope. You made the list. You sent it through. You basically had an entire calendar year to come up with some ideas for Christmas. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Not too harsh on this. Okay. Well, we, we, no. we'll see. I don't we, think so. This is parenting one hundred and one, right? It's the, hey, if there's something on that list that is now uh, not cool for said child, if they end up getting that from Santa or or you and Sarah, then she can donate it. It's a lesson on giving back. Well, yeah, tell her that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it's not something that you, if it's something you wanted to take off the list, then give it to somebody else who can truly enjoy it. That's very adult of you. Yeah. <laughs> and again, Thank I'll you. remind you, we're dealing with a child. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Business 101. Let's find a name that can grow with the company. You lock into something. Many moons ago, 2001 audio video was a kick-ass name. Oh, yeah. In 2021. Uh, They're still out there. They're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dollar Tree about to become dollar and a quarter tree. <laughs> it's big, like it's it's big. They're they're now well. They're only twenty seven stores in Canada. They are growing. They're adding a, another few hundred soon. They have fifteen thousand five hundred stores in the United States. So it's it's a big deal. So they announced a couple of months ago they were. 
testing, I use air quotes, uh, higher prices in some locations. And the results are in. Apparently, everyone loved it. I, I Meaning everyone in the co- company loved that they yeah, were... Naturally. Yeah, yeah. So they've, they've announced they're raising their prices 25% by early 2022. And pretty much everything in the store will cost $1.25. Now, they're insisting that this is not a reaction to short-term or transitionary market conditions, a.k.a. inflation. Instead, they're saying it's to offset wage increases and allow them to carry more, quote, customer favorites, which now cost more, which is also known as inflation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Whoops. I mean, hey, it was a good run of the dollar store. Like, you were Dollar Tree for 35 years. Um, Hey, we were they, though. It's been a buck or more for a long time. Yeah, they, they camouflaged it as best they could. Because now, you're, you're right on that, Laura. They have an area in the store called Dollar Store Plus, where things are 3 to $5. Plus. Oh, my goodness. Yep. So, is this, this, doesn't, this is how it works. Back in our parents' parents' times, it was the five and dime. Yeah. They're like a dollar store. Yeah, it's been around for about 35 years because things used to be cheaper back then. <laughs> I feel bad for our kids. Where are you headed? I'm off to 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with this, it's going to cost them almost a billion dollars to change signage. Think of it. There's 15,500 stores across North America. Now, don't feel bad for them because the contrast is their sales were up. About 4%. They brought in $6.4 billion just in the third quarter of this year. How about don't spend the billion and just keep the prices where they are? (laughs) (laughs) Well, unfortunately, companies go for growth. (laughs) Quarter after quarter after quarter, which adds up now to a $1.25 store. Wow. Yeah, they're going to be making a change, they said, in the next little bit. But yeah, imagine being that uh, financial person that's to bring that to the CEO. Like, hey, we need to completely rebrand for yeah. that extra 25 cents. Yeah. <laughs> when a quarter costs you a billion. Now that's inflation. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. The Grammy nominees are out. We have a tie for Justin Bieber, Doja Cat, and her. They have eight nominations each. Billie Eilish and Olivia Rodrigo also tied for getting seven nominations each. Leading, though, is the late show band leader, John Batiste. He has 11 nominations. So, Jay-Z, it's a big year for him, too. He is the most nominated artist in Grammy history. He has 83 nominations throughout the span of his career. Three more this year after collaborating with Kanye West. West on Donda and some snubs. BTS people are not too, well at least the army not too happy about them only getting one nomination. Also there is um, Miley Cyrus. People aren't happy that she got nominated at all. Meg The Stallion again only one nomination so people are saying what happened there? Ariana Grande only one nomination. Now Everybody's also upset. If you're a Machine Gun Kelly fan, a lot of people on Twitter agreeing with him when he's like, WTF Grammys, Machine Gun Kelly also not nominated. However, we did get a text from a Machine Gun Kelly fan who said, I'm a decent MGK fan. I did name my son after him. And quite honestly, his new crap is just that. It's like Blink-182, but with MGK as the front man, complete crap. 
You gotta be a fan if you name your kid Machine Gun. Holy, I holy. know. How old is Baby Machine Gun? Let's see some pictures. You this many magazines tall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know, I kind of I was talking about this off air. I forgot that Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa's uh, Future Nostalgia album that was last year's Grammys tea. So either way, she's got projects popping off. She's starting her own lifestyle brand. She's gonna do a weekly podcast and e newsletter. What is this? Are we going back to when everybody had a blog? Is that what we're doing now? Oh, I can't even. Newsletters, blogs. There's too many places to go to on the internet. We can't keep up. Yeah. Oh, see, I like this. I would go. I I want Dua Lipa's lifestyle newsletter. I want to know how she looks so well-rested, yet I know she is partying all the time. Oh, yeah. Age. What's the secret? Age and genetics. You didn't have bags under your eyes until you hit like 28. I was born with bags under my eyes. <laughs> Thank you. But I need to know, like, what are her secrets? I'm here for this Dua Lipa lifestyle. I'm all about it. And Billboard has also announced their top number one artists of all time, and we just played them. The weekend, not a shocker, his song, Blinding Lights, their biggest number one song of all time. They talked about it last year. I mean, that's why it was considered song of the year for 2020. It's interesting, though, that Billboard's going out and saying this because you wonder if in years forward, if the pandemic will be considered as part of this and maybe make that song not count. Does that make Ooh, any sense? Yeah, um... I'm just thinking the more you study the pandemic and other artists deciding not to make music and or release music, I wonder if that's going to mess up some of these stats in years to come. Maybe an asterisk. You've had lockout years in certain sports where home run records are beat or scoring leaders or or winners of championships. And there's sometimes an asterisk. Like they had it during the World Wars. They've had it during lockouts. So maybe there's a COVID asterisk. By the way, if you're wondering what the next top greatest all-time Hot 100 songs are, the second is The Twist by Chubby Checker. That's the one that was number one for so long, yeah. Like, pretty knocked down. Pretty wild. Rounding out the top five, then goes Smooth with Santana and Rob Thomas, Mac the Knife, Bobby Darin, and then Uptown Funk, Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars. Wow. Oh. Kind of interesting, right? Boy. I hear that in the grocery store once a week to the point where I want to drive my own cart into my own shins. <laughs> <laughs> Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Brantford, we have Monique. She's joining us on the line. Off to work. Now, she is in the field of law. And we just said off the air, and this is so true, like like medicine, your retention ability has to be really high. There is a lot to remember. We know you can source things out and hop on the web or go back to that wall of, of, of law books that I'm sure every law office, it's a must, right? Do you have those at, at yours, Monique? Uh, everything's uh, basically online nowadays. Way less uh, impressive. Just to, to Google away, huh? Yeah, just <laughs> a, a wall of hard drives doesn't look as cool. Yeah. I'm thinking law and order. Yeah, no law library. Anymore. Oh, that's disappointing. Okay, well, all that being said, let's try to have a little fun and see what you know. So Benny's going to uh, head out of the room. He's got a couple of big heavy doors to get through. Off to the okay. soundproof hallway. Are you actually going to go? You've got time to tinkle if you need to, pal. Okay. So, Laura mentioned moments ago, there will be um, no theme today with nope. Duke Backstage Ben. So, we'll hand it over. i got to just walk to the other side to get all the buttons ready. Okay. Monique, are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? I am. Okay. Here we go. First question. What country's highest award is the Order of the Elephant? Um, let's go with Africa. Incorrect. 
<laughs> the order of the elephant is actually Danish. It's from Denmark, and it's now almost exclusively used to honor royalty and heads of state. Like they need any more. Like they need any more onuses. Why not give that to a regular person? Second question. What is the name of Christina Aguilera's fourth studio album? Oh, my goodness. Released in 2002. Oh, shoot. I have that one. (laughs) Um... I, uh, I'm going to have to pass on that. Uh, no. I, Any guess? I, throw something out. Throw it out. Whatever's the top of mind, throw it out. I feel like it starts with an S, but I think I'm wrong. Um, oh, you're killing me, Monique. Take oh, a guess. <laughs> it's not Oh Jesus. I'll give you a second guess. Uh, yeah, I... Three, two, one. Ah! Oh my god! Christina Aguilera's fourth studio album was stripped. Oh my god, I was gonna say it! Oh my god! (laughs) Why? Why didn't you? Didn't that feature smash hits like Dirty? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, I know I had the album. Okay. Yep. Um, (sighs) Tough one, let's see. Final question. Tough one. Okay. Third and final question. A bit of a mix-up from our regular trivia questions. However, this still fa- falls under the trivia category. Spell the word nauseous. <laughs> N-N-A-U... No. N-A-U... S-E-O-U-S. Yep, you got it. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my God. Congratulations. That is actually considered one of the hardest to spell words. So, no way. We could could do a special edition uh, spelling bee at Beat Backstage, Ben. There you go. That could be fun. Yep, we have a lot of options forthcoming. Okay, a single point. That's something to play with here. Let's see. Do uh, do you lean into a tie, or can Benny grab one more point than you? We'll bring him back in. Benny! We should also uh, penalize. Oh, you still heard it in there, Monique. We I can feel your pain. I am. That second <laughs> one killed me because, like, it was right there. Like, I was going to say it. Um, I don't know. I, no, I, you'll have to flip <laughs> over. No it. buzzers. Oh. oh. Dang it. There you go. All right. So Benny is back. Um, ended up with a score of one point. One out of three possible. (laughs) Should have been two. Should have been two. (laughs) Okay. Well, instead of trash talking yourself, Monique, would you like to trash talk backstage, Ben? No, he's too good. All right, then, Benny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. What country's highest award is the Order of the Elephant? Um, India? Incorrect. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Come on, buttons. Uh, it's actually Danish from Denmark. It's almost now exclusively used to honor royalty and heads of state. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. S- second question. What is the name of Christina Aguilera's fourth studio album? I'll give you the same clue that I gave Monique. It came out in 2002. Ooh, that was her ex-Tina phase. Oh... Uh, 
Axtina. Ah, that's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, finally. Yes. Now we don't even care if you win. The fact that you got that question wrong, I think, is making Monique feel very happy. Yeah. It was stripped. No kidding. Yeah. Stripped. Right. Okay. <laughs> Monique said it started with an S, but she couldn't get the word either. So. <laughs> oh, so close. Okay. Third and final question. Spell the word nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, N-A-U-S-E-O-U-S. All right. You got that too. Darn. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Spell- <laughs> spelling bee. We've never done that before, I don't think. Yeah, you got to mix it up. Yeah. I, uh, I'm running out of questions, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Benny, I made that suggestion, and then, um, well, I got a text from our show friend, Adam. I'll show Benny what it says. <laughs> well, no. Wait a second. You have to read it. You can't no, just keep allowed. secrets no, on I, air. I would like Paraphrase to... Paraphrase sh- it. I don't care. You can't just keep us all hanging. <laughs> bleep you, Jeff. Spelling B. Bleep bleep. bleep. See? <laughs> now we know. Oh, that's awesome. There it is. Hey, Monique, a tie. That's all right. Yay, I'll take it. That's all right. Woo! In, in Laura's terminology, a tie is a win for you and her. Yep. Wait, it's the... No, a win for Laura. Sorry, a win for Laura. Wait, 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 wait. Monique yeah. got, Monique got one. Benny hey. got two. Oh, did Benny get? No, I only got no, one. No, Benny only got one. Oh, wait, oh wait, that's two, Monique. Yeah. 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 Sorry. We, wow, what a cliffhanger. Sorry, yeah. we messed this one up today. <laughs> Holy yeah. crap. The, okay, one it's one over. tie. It puts it to a total of eighty-eight <laughs> ties overall. Monique, thanks for trying, and uh, we'll give you a shot tomorrow to play around eight thirty-five. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Fire Station. Virgin Radio. Dill pickle, man. It's all over. You're seeing spicy dill pickle chips on multiple brands. Dill pickle pizzas from your favorite local pizza joint. Oh, yeah. And now dill pickle chicken nuggets. They've just launched at Burger King restaurants across the GTA, across southwestern Ontario, in a handful in, in Winnipeg. And little known fact, after only living there, Winnipeg is a massive test market for restaurants, for the actual whole restaurant in itself, and menus often start there first before they trickle out all across the country. Interesting. I love it. Well, before we get into the pickle talk, I'm also going to give a shout out to both London and Waterloo Region on Uber Eats made most polite customers in the country, but London especially was the top place for ordering extra pickles. You don't. It's really say, taken yeah. off in Ontario. Oh yeah, you know, it's clearly a thing. You, you know, you go after a trend, that, whether it just be social or clothing and merchandise. Well, food also up there. Eight piece of uh, eight pieces of the dill pick and dill pickle chicken nuggets. Try that again. Yeah, just two ninety nine. Now, reviews are a little divided. Oh really? Someone calling them interesting. Another hmm. saying, eh, something's not right. A lot of people are saying they slap. Oh, that's good. That's a good thing. Yep. I gotta, uh, I gotta find out in uh, my town of St. Thomas. We have one Burger King, right? Except outside now, it says closed. She gone on it on the sign. Come on, oh. <laughs> literally closed, and underneath she gone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I want to know what the story behind that is. <laughs> yes, please. That uh, f- funny, but equally sad. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, my grade 11 teacher, uh, geography teacher, Mr. Renzella, he owned the only Burger King in, in Owen Sound when I was going to high school. So your reward, if you got above a B on a test, you got vouchers for free Whoppers. 
Whoppers. Oh, man. Uh-huh. That's amazing. And kids, I had never seen so many kids trying to get into a geography class. Oh, yeah. And the kids that like to enjoy certain things that are now legal. Yeah. Back in the oh, day, man. would go get themselves a bag of Whoppers. A Whopper is a completely different sandwich when you're <laughs> on things. <laughs> it, it really, really is. So so maybe if you, you're enjoying or indulging or you have yourself a Friday or Saturday night and, and you're like, we are not cooking, maybe it's a Whopper and a little uh, sidecar or dessert pack of the dill pickle chicken nuggets. You should put the nuggies on your Whopper. Oh, stop. But Laura has the best combos. Honestly, I would do that. We should do a combo. We should do a combo. Uh, uh, a combo podcast where we'll throw out random ingredients, and Laura, man, like you can yeah. scavenge through yeah, anyone's true. fridge and put together almost a gourmet meal. And the Munchie Queen, you are. <laughs> it's a gift you have, and we must share it. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben, Find Station, Virgin Radio.